Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to uh, All Talk with Jason Mike. Thanks for joining us uh, wherever you may be. And as always, uh, make sure when you're listening to this podcast that you like and subscribe, uh, mm. Mike, and keep that correspondence coming oh. in, mate, because it makes all the difference to us. Yeah. Because if you don't keep that advice coming yeah. in, you know, those questions coming in, we've got nothing to do with ourselves. We're just uh, twiddling our thumbs. Do you know what the show would be without room. that? You know what the show would be like without that? Without, Sh- the, without that listener participation? What would it be, Mike? Like this. It's just dead air. Yeah, there's totally. nothing going on, man. We got to have you. We got to have you sending the emails, um, hitting us up on Insta, sending in your nudes. You know all that stuff. Yeah, and those nudes are piling up. They man. really are piling you know, up. And aren't I was they? thinking about putting together a um, nudescape. Well, a calendar. I was going to say. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, all the worst nudes we'll put into a calendar. And uh, and then you'll be able to buy those off us for twenty thirty bucks. It's, it's it's always an interesting thing, isn't it, uh, when it comes to nudes? Because the people that have the propensity to send a nude mm. are the sort of people that should never be nude. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm always sending you nudes. Yes, and you're you like, are. Oh, for God's sake, you've got a great body, Mike, uh, but I don't need to see any more of your nudes. Uh, I mean, there's only so many angles yeah, and, and that the, you can see it from. That's right. And, and the other thing, I'm one of those. I, Sexuality and eroticism is in the head for me. Yeah, I, I'd rather imagine yeah. you nude than have the absolute black and white image on, on my phone. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I'm a very visual person. Yes, you know, well, as are most men, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, and I thought I was until I saw your cock. Yeah, and I was like, oh sh- no, maybe it's better in my head. Than the reality. Yeah, you know. Well, that was. Can I just say, in my defence, that was just payback. Oh, yeah. You know, because of the 10 you'd sent me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, how does it feel from your end, mate? But you know how you have a good day when you wake up and you look in the mirror and you just think, looking good today. Yeah. And I just had one of those days with my CMBs. And I was like, God, that is great. Look, who would appreciate seeing my CMBs? You know, you start taking selfies. Yes. And you just think, I have got to share this. Well, can I just make the point, though? It must have been more than one good day that you were having because I've, I've got enough to fill a photograph album. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I used to – you remember when people used to steal a garden gnome? I did this back in the – you know, I was probably 20 and I went on a, a trip at New Year's and I stole a garden gnome Yes, uh, from a neighbour's place and uh, we had it driving the uh, ferry over to the South Island. We had it on the piss on bars. It was up, getting up to all sorts. Yeah. And then you put the uh, – the gnome back in the person's garden with all the photos that you'd taken with it while it was on holiday. So, you know, it's quite yeah, a cool thing to do. lovely. When I was younger, I never finished anything else, so we took the gnome, we took all the photos, and I could be fucked taking it back. So or, as far as they were concerned, someone's just stolen my gnome. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I sort of started doing that with my CMBs. I thought, oh, you know, here's my CMBs. In this scenario. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, paddle boarding. Yes. You know, I, um, you know, duct tape. Duct tape it to the paddle, 
of the paddle board, you know, I get a photo of that. Yeah. Here's uh, my C and B in the food hall. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What should I what should we eat today in the food hall with my C and B? That's right. Here's um my C and B standing to attention drinking a glass of wine at a nice restaurant on Waiheke Island. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. They did called you, the cops on me for did that. Did you do a landscape with that one? Uh, uh no, no, it had to be I had to be portrait. Pro, had to be up and straight up oh, and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because the angles are really important, aren't they? They are. They can really do a lot for the size, one way or the other. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, if you're, if you're, for example, shooting up, mm. that can be a real enhancer. It's a real um, imposing yes. view, isn't it? Yes. Um, and then what I like to do is I'll get onto my filters. Because I just need to even out the colour of the skin. Yeah, yeah. Because I sort of find I've got a bit of a rainbow of colours on my, my old mate. Yes. Um, you know you can go – there's actually a program you can get where you can choose the colour of your CNB. Oh. Yeah. And it gives you a whole It would palette. literally change the colour of my – Yeah, it would literally change the colour. In photos or in real life? In photos. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd love to have a black one. Would you? Yeah. It would be an un- – but your one, as a black one, would be a very incongruous sight. Mm. It would it would go against all of what we imagined it to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we talked about you're a you're a grower. Yeah, I'm a grower. Mm-hmm. I think everyone says that, don't they? Just in case someone sees their diddle. Yes. And you go, oh, that's all right. You no, know, it's better gr- than that. Yeah, I'm a grower. There's a hell of a lot more yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, there's miles just... of it hiding inside yeah, of yeah. itself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Collapses up real. Easy, it's portable. Yes, portable. You can slide it under the bed. You should see it once, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'll show you. <laughs> and that's why I send you those photos. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, well, you get it all right. I know I do. I, I do get it. And um, you how know, do we get onto this? It's just when we. It's just when we. You know, like when I'm sitting on the couch with my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like. Oh God! It's another. It's another Mike C and B. Yeah. Um, she's like, just tell him to stop, and yeah. I was like, I do. Yeah. But ding, yeah. you know, when I'm trying to go to sleep, ding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's another yeah, Mike yeah, C and B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, how are you going anyway, mate? Going good, mate. Um, another beautiful day in the city, um, and again, uh, massive kilter to uh, generator. Yes. Brilliant for uh, being our host down here. You know what? Great place, great people. Very good people. Uh, and we've got, you know, once again, we're in a different different room uh, this time around, but beautiful views across Auckland Harbour here. Um, I had a I had a shit sleep last night. Yeah, you, you said you were really tired. You were just about to say in. you look like shit. Well, you, well, I well, <laughs> you see, um, because I know that. Yeah. Because you. Send me in photos all the time, yeah. not just of your C and B, but I think sometimes you inadvertently catch your face in there as well. Yeah, but peeking were, over the top. You were very tired when you came in today. You Ugh. said you had a terrible sleep. The, well, little, the little one woke you up. The little one woke me up at about two thirty. Which you know she'll perk, sort of wake up every now and again and just a bit of a cry and then back to sleep. And yes. that's fine. You go back to sleep. Jeez, man, no going back to sleep. I that was two thirty, and then I got back to sleep at five. Yeah. So I was a tossing and a turning. I had to go out into the spare room because I don't like to keep the wife awake when I'm a tossing and a turning. That's very considerate of you, mate. And I, I was furious, man, because mm. we've got a big day, you and me today. Yeah, we do. We've got some TV to do, um, and you know, obviously the podcast, and there's you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, mate. And you think it's typical? Yeah. Just when I've had weeks of good sleeps. 
And now when I need a good sleep, no good. I mean, you were saying you had a shit sleep too. Yeah, well, I'm like you, mate. I mean, once I'm woken up, it's, it's all over over. Yeah. And the terrible tendency that I have, and I don't know if you do this, oh, well, I don't think you do anymore, but this is what I do. When I wake up, mm. I lie in bed and the brain starts going, oh, I, go, oh, yeah. I might as well get up and have a durry. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll go out into the deck and I'll have a durry. Right. And then I'll have another durry. And then I feel like, oh, well, I'm awake now. I might as well have a coffee. bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a bottle of wine would put you back to sleep. But no, I go, I go and smash a coffee. Right. And then I jump back into bed again, at, you know, sort of say I woke up at two, I'm back in bed by four and I'm tossing and turning. And then I just get up and think, oh, well. You might as well get on with the day now. It's all over, over. Yeah. I mean, my, my brain goes immediately to all the work shit I've got to do. Yes. And that was what was happening this morning. And I put it out of my mind and then it would creep out. Oh, I'm just about to sleep. You know, and I, oh, I'm just about to sleep. And then, oh, it'll be good to have a sleep for all that work you've got to do today because you've got to go on that <laughs> thing. With you. And next thing you know, and I was actually swearing, I was going, fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah. So frustrating, mate. God, I love my sleep. Yeah. I'm in bed by 9.30. Yeah, and, and well, so am I. Actually, yeah. that's, you know, my wife and I very often say to each other, you know, it's like 25 past or 20 past nine. Is this acceptable? Mm. And we go, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't care if it's acceptable or not anymore. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Yeah, man. I'm you hardcore, know? man. I don't care. I don't need to ask for to go to bed is, at 9.30. No, if I go to bed at 9.30, I'll wake up at 2.30. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I still go to bed at 9.30. Yeah, well, I did wake up at 2.30. Yeah. yeah. And it was shit. So I'm sort of behind the eight ball a little bit today. <sighs> In fact, all this talking about being tired is making me yeah, tired. Yeah, don't start yawning or you get me going, mate. Yeah. I think what we've got to do is crack into um, some of the questions. Some advice. Some advice. Um, g'day, guys. This is a good one. This is uh, from Suzanne on the Insta. I've managed to snare myself a fella after years of being on my lonesome. Trouble is I'm a horrific snorer. What can I do before the first sleepover to ensure he doesn't run a mile? Thanks, mates. Suzanne on the Insta. Suzanne. And it's quite pertinent, really, isn't it? Because we're just talking about having that's a disturbed right. sleep. Jeez, that's weird, man. Yeah, wow. Hey. Synchronicity, that's, that's out. Called. That's out of it, Synchronicity. Man. man. Makes you feel like there's a higher power at work when shit like that yeah, happens, Yeah, eh? I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's out of it, man. Trippy. Yeah. Um, you what's know, interesting, isn't it? Because especially when you've, um, you've sneered at a partner early doors, you're trying to act like you're – Still perfect. We've yes. talked about this before. Yeah, we have. Now, I had a mate, um, and she – well, actually, she was going out with a mate of mine, and we became friends, and she was telling me this, that when she first started going out with him, she would never stay the night. Yep. Because she was scared of farting in her sleep. Yeah, yeah. So she would go home. And I thought, God, that's uh, – yeah, that, that's weird, isn't it? But that's how much you want to impress the person, or not necessarily impress them, but not make them think that you're human. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've discussed that the whole the farting, the farting thing, and I can understand where she's coming from. Yeah, same. you know what I mean. There's nothing, you know, um, worse than being in a new relationship and your partner who looks beautiful in their oh. sleep with their hair, you know, over the pillow and you just go, wow, they're amazing. And then they just rip out a huge horsey apple fart, you know, and um, it does. It affects it affects how you feel about them. Let's be honest with it. It yeah. affects how you feel about yeah. them. You suddenly grossed out by it. Yeah. Especially if you've got a massive reeker. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh. I mean, if that if that happens, you might as well just call it there and then. Yeah. You know, so I can understand where where Suzanne is coming from, and in that initial period of the relationship, where where everything's on edge, everything is, you know, up in the air. You don't know how it's going to go. You like this yeah. guy, you don't want to stuff it up. Well, it's such a finely tuned ecosystem, early doors, isn't it? You know, the slightest thing can tip it one way or the other. Simultaneously, you're also willing to overlook certain things like, for example, there'll be massive red flags all over the place, but you might not necessarily see them because you so want this person to be the one. Yes. And then a couple of years down the track, you think, fuck. Why didn't God, I? God, those yeah, red yeah. flags. Why didn't I have a look? Why didn't I fart in her face that first yeah, night? Yeah, that first night. I yeah. wouldn't be going through this now. All that pain I went through yeah. to hold it in. You yeah, know? exactly. Why did I do yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, at least you're only snoring um, and not farting up a storm. Well, I want to know, I mean, how does Suzanne know that she's not farting as well? Oh. You know what I mean? Has she? Yeah, I'd be more worried about the farting. I'd be snoring. worried about, you know, because if she's asleep, um, that could be happening. Yeah, she's a holder in her. Right? And she's a holder in her. She's snoring at. I mean, if she's snoring and farting, it's definitely all over. And statistically speaking, if you're a snorer, you know, there's 99.99 recurring that you're a farter. Yeah. Exactly. And a stinker. Yeah, a reeker and a stinker, a reeker and a stinker and a snorer. Yeah, and uh, and boy, that's that's uh, that's a real triumph for it, isn't it? It is, uh, and, and it's um, it's impossible to dig your way out of that, um, especially if you're going out for a few drinks. Because also early on in a relationship, you'll be going out, you'll be having dinners. Yes, you'll be having a few drinks. If you get a bit of a head on. That's when I start snoring. Yes, as if I've had a bit bit much to drink. Sure. Um, all of a sudden, I'm snoring up a storm, um, and you know she's punching me in my sleep. Um, you know, if it was just snoring, Suzanne, I don't think you've got much to worry about. No, as a man, I don't think we, I don't think we care, do we? Well, I mean, it, de- it depends on how sort of robust the snore is, really. Yeah, because I'm really? I'm imagining because I'm sexist. Yes. Look, man, I'm trying. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Are. I know it's In a, fairness it's a to you, world. you are trying. Um, especially after the lawsuits, you know, I'm really trying to change my game because look, it's a whole new world out there, but I just I automatically go to the sexist view there and I don't realise I'm doing it, but I'm imagining a cute little bunny snore. Right, okay. You know, and why would she snore like a bunny rabbit? She probably snores like a five hundred pound obese man. You know, or a train going across the tracks. Exactly. You know, and, and, and as we were discussing earlier, there's nothing more important to us than our sleep. No. Oh. You know what I mean? And, Don't and mess with my sleep. Like, for and, exa- yeah. and if you're getting ripped away by a, by a horrendous snore, that is going to have an effect on you. Hit the brick, Suzanne. You're gone. Yeah. Is that where we've got to with Suzanne? Oh, that's what I'd tell her. Okay. Uh, you well, sure that's not the fatigue where you're just kicking in uh, there and you're just wanting yeah, to get look, this over and done no, with? No, no, it's not. Um, uh, that's not my final word on the matter, but I'm, I'm sort of I'm, I'm progressing the, the advice to that point because, you know, that if she's messing with my sleep, man. Yeah. You know, do you, why, don't you, why don't you just pop around to his place, you know, you have a lovely night, you have your dinner, your drinks, you have a little root. Yep. And then just go home. You don't have to stay the night. Why are you staying the night? Why ruin it by staying the night? Yeah. Because the other thing is you look like you look like shit in the morning. Not you specifically, Suzanne, but you as in the collective you. Yes. All of us. We. We. You know, um, and if it's early doors, you know, you don't want to reveal that. Leave... Leaving with a great impression is you can't understate it, mate. Yes. You know, you've made love. It's been 
sensational. Yeah. Uh, you're both satisfied physically, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great moment to leave. Oh, but then because Suzanne falls asleep, doesn't she? Nick, mana. <laughs> yeah. Boom. All of that. <coughs> all of that stuff is gone. Yeah. All of it. Mm. You know, it's ruined. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think for the first – and you only have to do this for the first couple of years. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, right. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. mean that this should go on for decades, but I think for the first two years of the relationship, you should go out, you should have a good time, you should bond with each other, you should go home, make love, and then leave. And once you're married – Yes. You know, then you got them. Yeah, exactly. Then you got them. Or the other trick is what you do is um, – you stop taking any contraceptives, you know. Mm. Um, whether you be on the pill, and I don't recommend you take that, um, or you're using your um, prophylactics, and just start punching holes in those. Yeah, you know, and get pregnant, and then once you're pregnant and you've got them on the hook, then sleep you know, start, over, start snoring up a storm, mm. you know, because up until that time, you know, go to bed, pretend you could. I mean, you can stay over. But what you need to do is pretend you're sleeping and just actually stay awake all night lest you risk, you know, the snoring side of it. Yeah, well, I, actually, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I mean, what you could do, because obviously if you've made really good love, the tendency is the endorphins are out yeah. there, the body relaxes, mm. you fall into each other's arms in a, in a, in a warm embrace and a lovely, peaceful slumber. Mm. But if you can stay awake all night... Um, then I think that's something that you should look at. I mean, because it gives you an option, doesn't it? You don't necessarily have to get up and get out of there. Just don't fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Just stay awake all night. Just on that, Jace, do you fall into the embrace with with your lover and and fall asleep in that way? No. 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 Get away from me, eh? Yeah, yeah. While you're all hot and sweaty. Uh, Just don't touch me. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, to be fair, I don't mind a spoon. Oh, yeah, I'll take a spoon for a little while. You but know? even that, it's like a couple of minutes, and I'm like, look, yeah, it's too hot. Yeah, same. Too hot, man. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, Plus, they're still charging for that. And, you know, and the oh, spoon. I've been on that before. I thought, I thought the clock stopped, and they stopped running the tab. You know, the meter, I thought the meter stopped, you know, when you finished. Right, okay. But I've got it out to reception, and, and it's, they're, they're charging for all the time, even the chat at the start. Right, well, the lesson learned for you, Mark. <sighs> but at least, you know, you're getting out there and you're not snoring. No, no, no. I'm not you know snoring I mean? there. Um, but no, I like a good spoon. And Do you ever get spooned? No. You're always the big spoon, aren't you? Yeah, mate? I'm the big spoon. Yeah. Um, I, you know, having said that, I, I don't mind a spoon. But I, it's just being not spooned. right. The, the difficulty I have with being spooned yeah. is that I don't have the control. Right. I.e., they're spooning me. And I'm thinking to myself, when are they going to let go? Oh. You know, whereas, as, whereas we Haven't just, you tried just letting one rip? Well, we could. But, you know, as we were just discussing, when you're the spooner, yeah. you get to call yeah. when you take away the spoon. Sure. And, and I'm like you, I get too hot. Mm. Way too hot. Oh, yeah. You know, so I've, I've got to break the spoon early. Yeah. I love I, the idea of the spoon. Yes, the spoon is nice. Look, I'd love to wake up and, with my wife in my arms, but yeah. it's just not going to happen. No. They make a mattress now where you can have your the, there's a uh, a crevice cut into the mattress and you can have your arm under your partner yeah um, without it sort of you know deadening your arm you know you right, don't lose okay. the circulation but I don't want to do it that much no you know, I just well I'm not I'm not buying a mattress just so I can spoon 
You know what I'm saying? Um, no. Good place, know, to, good place to hide your um, delis and that. Though. Well, you know, and I tell you, I, I'm a big fan of the – I like to turn away from the spoon and then gather up the duvet and put it between my thighs. You know what I mean? And my, in fact, it drives my wife crazy. I'm, a, I'm what you call a cocooner, Mike. Do you know what I mean? I'm a cocooner. And I wrap myself up in the duvet and my wife, my poor wife, is left freezing on the edge of the bed. Get a grip, man. Yeah, I do know. I yeah. do know. It's, um, you know, because it's good to get that. What I like about using the uh, the duvet or the sheet, just get, just clean all that sweat and shit off yeah, the thighs, yeah. eh? Yeah, totally. That's um, gross, or, man. Or, or, or what I'll do is I'll get a um, a cold pillow oh, and yeah. put the pillow between my thighs. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, because I like the coolness. Yeah. You know what Keeping I mean? your thighs separated, eh? Hey, helps I'm, you get your temp back down. I'm constantly turning my pillow over so I get the cold side. Yeah. You know, because I can't stand a warm oh, pillow. I'm the same. Yeah, And yeah. also what I do is, you know, that cocooning, because I do the same thing. So you're, you're lying on your back, say, and then um, I'm on the left-hand side of the bed as you're in it, and I will grab the duvet and I will roll towards the outside of the bed. Exactly and, and, the same. And, I, and then that takes the duvet with me, which yes, sort of takes it away from the wife. Yes. And then I'll do another roll. Yes. And now I'm completely rolled up like a half-rolled cigarette yeah. now. Yeah. And as you say, she's freezing, man. Yeah. She's freezing. But, you know, I'm stronger than her. So. so there's nothing. Well, and and particularly when you're, when you're uh, cocooned up like that. Mm. There's no way she's getting any duvet back. No. Because she can't unravel you. No, no, she? no. That's she's, the beauty of it. There's no unravelling there. You know, you're too heavy for them and you're just so comfy. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, babe, I'm the perfect temperature. Yes, just everything yeah. is just hunky One thing annoys me though is, you know, her teeth chattering keeps me up. Yeah. You know, that's annoying. Mm. Just a million miles an hour. Da, 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 and, and, and the huff, you know, and the huffing and puffing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> oh. And you can feel her tugging on the corner of the duvet. You know what I mean. So you do another roll. Well, you do another roll, just so that there's no there's no extra duvet flapping about that they can you know hold on to and, and seize upon. So Suzanne, in answer to your question, you've got two options: you either go, you leave, or you stay awake all night and you don't fall asleep. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if this relationship means anything to you, then you know. Relationships are all about sacrifice, and um, you're going to have to give something up in order to get something else. And giving up your sleep, I think, yeah, is probably the goer. Yeah, yeah. But Suzanne uh, on the Insta, thanks uh, so much for asking our advice. We appreciate it. Here's another one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, guys. Huge fan of the podo. I need some cooking advice. I'm usually in charge in the kitchen, and I really enjoy cooking for my partner. My problem is that we have really different food preferences. I'm a big fan of rice-based dishes, curries, stir-fries, curries, and things like that. 
He has gently indicated to me that he would like some variety, but I'm not really skilled in the meat and three veg department. I could really use some tips and suggestions on how to cook classic Anglo-Kiwi-style dishes that don't involve rice or spices or flavour, etc. Cheers, guys. Keep up the good work, and thanks for all the great advice thus far. Kind regards, Miriam. Cheers, Miriam. Beautiful. You don't hear the name Miriam very often, no. do you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one there, Miriam. Are you, you, know, are my, you my, a cooker, Mike? Oh... Uh, uh, I use the phrase cook. Yes. Um, as opposed to a cooker or chef. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, no, I, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from, yeah. But I, um, but do you yeah, cook? yeah, I cook. Yeah. I do, and I use spices as well. I've oh. been known to, I'm not as good as my wife. My wife is a natural, and I've gotten much better um, over the last few years. Um, so I'm able now to throw things together a lot more than I used to be able to do. Sure, that's that's the You've level you want. through sort of osmosis. Yeah, well, no, by doing so, by, by doing you it, know, yeah. by making um, good meals and then by recipe and then sort of learning how things work. You know, so now I can look in the fridge and go right, okay, we've got um, you know, oh, what do we got here? We've got um, half a salmon. Um, you know, we've got some some beetroot, some feta. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'll just be able to chuck that together um, and make a salmon burger. Yeah, yeah, nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, With A couple lovely. of bits of bread um, or, you know, what else have we got in here? We've got some steak, um, we've got some potatoes and we've got some beans. Um, you know, I could be able to, you know, make some porridge. Well, this is – and that's a, that's a great skill. That's a great skill to have, Mike, to Cheers, be able to man. use the resources that you have available to you mm-hmm. to, to concoct a, a lovely meal. You know, we, we'll often find ourselves in a situation in our house where there's not much food in the fridge, uh. Uh, you know, and they'll be like, okay, what are we – we've got half a crayfish, we've got um, – what's that? Six, Foie gras. We've got, we've got some scallops there. <laughs> Um, what else have we got? Some got? caviar. We've got some caviar. We've got some tiger prawns. We've got some curry paste and lemongrass and some coconut milk. We've got some nice cheeses there, but I don't think they're going to go well with the seafood. So it's really about adapting to the situation, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. It's um, yeah, and 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 it takes. It can take time. I think if you're raised um, cooking with your parents, and that really helps, but. You know, I you I know, won't have the kids in the kitchen. Yeah, no, and, and and nor would my mother have me. Yes, because I just used to. The only time I was in the kitchen was to stomp back out there after she'd served up dinner to, to um, mush the mashed potato in her face. Right. Yeah. Because I cannot abide a lumpy mashed potato. No, oh, certainly not. That's and it's like if you're not going to mash them and get the lumps out of this using the masher, then I'll use your face, mum. Right. Yeah. You know, I hear where you're coming from, and. Uh, well, no, but I agree. You can, lumpy mashed potato, it's a no-no, mate. Drives me nuts, man. Um, and so I think unless you're raised in the kitchen, um, you don't really get that a natural affinity for the cooking. And then as you go through your um, sort of your early 20s and you're making spag bowl and all that shit, well, that doesn't teach you anything at all, does it? It teaches you nothing. Yeah. Uh, but as I've gotten older, I've gotten better, and uh, now I can bung things together. And, and I understand what um, Miriam's saying here. You know, you, you want to make delicious things. And then when you've got some Neanderthal. Oh, yeah. Some, you know, big drongo. Going, uh, with my meat and yeah, three I want, veg. I want a slab of lamb. Yeah. 
A chop. Where's my chops? Yeah. Where's my Where's my mutton chops? Yeah, exactly. Um, then that it can be a bit tiring because you're trying to offer up something that actually tastes good, but they're just thinking, I need a piece of meat with some potatoes, some peas, and some some carrot. Yeah. You know, and as she says, no spice, no flavour. Shit ass. Yeah, it's it's a terrible um, scenario to find you because I don't know about you, Mark. I'm a big fan of spice. Oh, I love I lo- spice. I love my spice. Yeah. And and the great thing is, um, with all my girls, is they all love spice now yeah. because they love their spicy food. Mm. Because from a young age, you know, I'd be chucking the chilies in there, yeah, and they yeah. were hoeing into that. Sure, they cried, yeah, you know, sure there were tears, T- stomach playing, up yeah, and you know, and diarrhea and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But they learned, yeah, 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 a- and their body, and, and this is what you'll find is that your body adapts. Yeah, um, I'm mm-hmm. also like, uh, uh, like Mary, I'm a big fan of rice. I, I I'm a big fan. Of, I I love the idea of a spicy curry and the juices flowing into the rice. Sure. Um, so I can see where she's coming from. I'm not, and I have never been a meat and three veg kind of guy. No. And, you know, my instinct, Miriam, is, you know, fuck him, man. Yeah. Just leave him. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing to yourself? You're, you're going to make some food for this piece of shit? Yeah. Look, I mean that—that's my instinct with this as well. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I read that, I went, "What an asshole!" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I bet he. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go. I was just going to say, you know, I'd be tempted to to make it for him, get you know, get some beef sausages, and you know, get some half mashed potatoes, and just and some you know peas or whatever other slop he wants, and I'd just scrape it into the dog bowl. And I go, "You want your dinner, mate?" There, there it go. is. Help yourself. Yeah. Hoe in. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'd be te- tempted to do the same thing. I'd be tempted to to grab some beef sausages, some potatoes, some broccoli, some peas, and just boil it all in the one pot, in a big pot of boiling water, and then drain that water out. No salt or pepper or anything like that. No, no. butter. Just mash it yeah. all up. Yeah. Like he's a big... Fat baby, That's and just say, "Get stuck into that, pal. Go yeah, on, yeah, and just sit him down. And go, dinner's, dinner's up, and sit him down, and you can see him there, can't you? The fat pig, yeah, he's holding his knife and his fork, and he's ready, and he's got his tea towel stuffed down the front of his shirt, yeah, and he's waiting there, and you come in, you you put that big plate of slop down in front of him, then you grab a, a, a bottle of ketchup, and you just go, yeah, squirt it all over it. Fill your boots, pal. And once you finish eating that, fuck, oh, you can hit the bricks. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? Uh, but you might find you quite like that. I mean, I'd save some of that for you, Miriam, because if you're not used to eating this kind of Kiwi cuisine, it's good, man. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that little concoction that I just talked about, the beef, the potatoes, the broccoli and the peas all mashed up, you put that in the pastry, mate. That's a winner. I'll tell you what. That is a winner right there. Yeah, yeah. And the good thing about that, Miriam, is that you can um, you can freeze that. You can eat that seven days a week. Yeah, you could. You know. Um, bit of tomato sauce one day, a uh, bit of chutney the next. Um, you know, I do a uh, – You like a piccalilli? Oh, yeah. I mean, a piccalilli – there's a time and a place. Yeah, there? no, it's got to be know? the right cheese with piccalilli. Yeah, I do a, um, a wasabi-type mayo. Yeah, uh, nice. Which I prefer to do myself at home because then you can control the heat of that. Um, but if you mix it up like that um, for this this slob, you know you'll find he'll do anything for you because 
as we've said on this podcast before, Jace, the way to a man's heart. Yeah, mate. I couldn't agree more. You know? And, and as I as I said, you know, it's and it's a great little tip. Wrap a bit of pastry around it. Mm. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Yeah, wrap a bit of pastry around it. <laughs> so, Miriam, we totally understand where you're coming from. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, but take our advice, give it a bit of a crack, and let us know because this is the other thing about this podcast is that when we give you advice, we want to know that it works. Exactly. So we need to hear back. If, if we've specifically given people advice out there, we need to hear back and see how our, adv- our advice actually worked for you. Yeah, and just hmm, just thinking about um, old mate here and, um, you know, what you've been serving up, for him up until this point. I'm assuming he's been eating it. I remember when my mum used to serve up, you know, the stuff. She, I couldn't ever eat a PJ, so I don't like a frozen vegetable. I don't right, know if you yeah. know that about me. No, I, I do now. And um, I, I can't. I love, a, I love a fresh pea. I can't eat a frozen pea. Sure. I love corn on the cob. I can't eat the frozen version. Uh, my grandmother, you know, she's a lovely uh, bean out of, the, uh, out of her garden. Yeah, nice. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. And... Um, I can't eat a frozen bean. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I and one time we from. went down there for uh, for dinner. I was about 11 and she um, – she, I was eating these beans. I was like, these aren't right, man. Yeah, I said, sorry, Glenn, I can't eat these. And she went, oh, it's fine. Stomped off and my mother laughed. She said, are you going to tell them? And what she'd done was she'd taken the frozen beans because she didn't have any left in her garden and she put them through her special bean peeler to make it look like they were hers. Right, I and see. And thought that I couldn't actually tell the difference. But I can tell, man. Yeah, you totally. It's shit. And so what I used to do when mum used to feed me that crap was I just used to fill my pockets up with it. Yeah. So um, I'd be the last one at the table by about an hour, you know. You're not leaving that table until you finish your peas. Yes. And your lumpy potato. So I'd just sit there and wait until they went and watched TV and then I'd just fill my pockets up with peas and potatoes, go out for a ride on my bike. Squash all the peas in my back pocket and that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So if I was, and then also I'd used to stick shit down the back of the uh, couch. Sure, um, yeah. Hide it behind the sofa cushions. Yes, yeah. So if I was you, I'd just start looking around the house because, look, if your mate, if he's not into spice, I tell you, he's not eating this stuff. No, he's not. He's, and, he's depositing it somewhere else. Yeah, in the house. and I bet he's piling the weight on because he's eating McDonald's and pies and all that. So, on the way home. Yeah, I'd have a look around the house. Um, and just just see where this food's going because, to me, the only way you're going to solve this is you know, the traditional way. Yeah, and that's breaking up with them. Yeah, I think so. It's amazing how often our 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 relationship advice is um, really just get rid of them. <laughs> but sometimes that's just the way it is. Well, look, I think there's so many people in bad relationships. Look, yeah. if you're not a if you're not a good match, then you know don't stick it out. Um, you're not on this planet long, I tell you what. And, That's right. Um, if it's too much hard work, who can be bothered? Exactly, mate, exactly. Hey, well, that brings us to the end of another podcast. And uh, thanks once again for all the people that have contributed to making this such a great one. Um, keep those, uh, keep that correspondence coming in. Keep those questions coming in. And if we have responded to you with our advice, please let us know how that advice worked out for you. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, if you're in the audience and you want to know how – our advice has had an effect on any of the uh, advice questions that we've read out. Um, just email us and, and hit us up with your favourites and we'll reach out to those people and uh, we'll see if we can get some updates. We could do a, an update podcast. Yeah, maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff from Mike and myself. Take care out there. Kia ora.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.